This is World Music Matters. I'm Alison Hurd, and our guest this week is the singer Swad Asla. She left her native Algeria 27 years ago and moved to France, partly to be able to express herself freely in song and, above all, in public. Asla comes from the small town of Bishar in the arid southwest of Algeria. The region has a rich oral and musical tradition. About seven years ago, Asla made it her mission to keep it alive and bring it to new audiences in Europe. She returned to Bishar, and in 2015, she formed an ensemble of female percussionists and singers called Lema, meaning union. They're currently touring with their eponymous debut album, and they launched at Paris's Institut du Monde Arabe, where I caught up with Swad Asla. She wrote this song, Lumti, the only non-traditional piece on the album, as a way of saying thank you. On était en train d'enregistrer à Alger l'album, et je voyais ces femmes, c'était fabuleux. We were in Algiers recording the album. We'd adapted the recording conditions to suit the women, and I saw them sitting on the floor. They looked wonderful. So Lumti is a tribute to these women. It's my way of saying thank you for following me in this adventure, and I also paid tribute to this extraordinary place, Béchar. Qui est extraordinaire, qui est Béchard. J'ai réuni ce, ce, ces femmes-là. I brought these women together to play and, above all, preserve this region's huge and very rich oral heritage because it's dying out. Swad Asla grew up with the music, dance and songs of the Bishar region in the Algerian Sahara. The album features several of the region's ten or so different styles of music. There's Zefani, which uses a lot of percussion and is performed at weddings, Hadra, which is used at funerals, and Gnawi, which is also used for healing. Then there's Malhon, classical music, a bit like Andalusian music from the north, but which comes from this region. Some of the styles, like El Hadra, are religious, but others are not. There are love songs, songs about society, a bit of everything. Sidi Moulana is from the Ferda repertoire, that's to say songs from the village of Kenadza, 20 kilometers from Bashar. They're spiritual songs with a Sufi spirit. 
It's very traditional music, just clapping and vocals, using only one instrument known as the eferda. It means pair because you play it with a pair of shoes, one on each hand, and you slide them up and down each side of the drum. I love this style of music because it reminds me of my father. He used to organize big ferda evenings and invited old men to sing. The music is so soothing, you close your eyes, let yourself go, and you can feel it run through your body. I get goosebumps just talking about it. Lima isn't just about preserving and paying tribute to the cultural heritage of the Saora, it's also about celebrating women's place in that heritage. La femme qui chante et qui danse et qui fait de la percussion existe depuis des siècles. Women have sung, danced and played percussion for centuries, but it was always behind closed doors. When I go back to Béchar, I go to a little village called Tarit. Every Friday, women hold meetings called Hadra. They sing, play music and talk about everything, society, daily life, sexuality. It's a free space for women and it's always fascinated me. I saw women in the middle of the desert using music to heal and help one another out. So I wanted to show that women have always been involved in music by putting these women on stage. We're the first and one of the rare female groups from the Algerian desert to perform on stage and tour internationally, whereas there are quite a lot of male groups playing this kind of music. The term lima means union or gathering in Arabic. Asla made the group intergenerational so that the women could learn from one another. The oldest is 79 and the youngest is around 20. It was important to have that age gap. The older ones pass on their experience and we bring our energy. There's a real exchange. I wanted to show the same sense of union and solidarity through music that I grew up with. There are nine of us, but we perform with one voice. Asna El Basharia plays Gumbri in the ensemble. The 69-year-old is a star in her own right. She was one of the first women to play the percussive stringed instrument known as the Gumbri in public. She likes to say she's the boss, and Swadasla is happy to play along with that. You have to let her be the boss. She's extraordinary, although it's not always easy. I used to sing for her. I'm like her granddaughter. 
But now she's performing in my project, so it's not easy. But there's a lot of love. She's a spiritual mother figure to us all, our mascot. In fact, there's a kind of musical and spiritual kinship in the group. We're very close. I feel like they're my aunts, mothers, sisters. You could say I brought my family over here. It was a bit selfish in a way. Selfish? Asla admits she wanted to recreate a kind of musical family for herself, but apart from Hasna El-Bechariya, she had to go and hunt down the other women musicians and singers, and it wasn't that simple. In the beginning, they thought it was a joke. I had to go and convince their husbands, their brothers. I set up several residences over there, kidnapped them and locked them up in a house in the desert for 10 days to rehearse. It was necessary because although they're artists, they didn't know how to listen to themselves in headphones, what a stage was or an arrangement, how to sing just part of a song. We had to work on that and build the program. They thought it would be easy. They'd say, we've got music in our blood. But that's not enough when you're trying to be professional. You have to work at it. Now I'm very proud of them. They've learned so much. Sometimes they'll say, Swad, we can't hear one another. We need feedback in our headphones. A while ago, they didn't even know what that was. are building up a strong following now. They've performed across Algeria, here in France, and are now touring widely in Europe. On stage, they look confident, whether they're dancing, sitting on the floor playing percussion, or singing. They're Muslim, but as Asla says, they don't shout that from the rooftops. Before going on stage, the women pray and put on their veil, but they're brightly coloured and shimmering. They dress up, put makeup on, they look beautiful, and it's clear they feel beautiful. That's the Islam I grew up with. Wearing the veil is a tradition, but we never saw the black veils you see now, the ones people are afraid of. The image of Islam has been tarnished of late, but we're here simply to share our musical heritage and a moment together. When we're on stage, it's clear what we're asking for. Freedom of expression, freedom for women, a real place for women in music around the world, whether in Algeria or here in France, because even here, it's difficult to get our music heard. And as a Maghrebi woman, I don't know what's happening, but it's getting harder. Doors are closing. You can't imagine how hard it's been to get this project off the ground. Thankfully, I found a tour manager to promote the project. But it's taken me five years battling on my own, and it's been difficult. Given the challenges, Swadasla has good reason to be proud of what she and the group have achieved with the help of several notable festivals.
C'est incroyable parce que ce projet, j'ai eu des gens extraordinaires qui ont cru en moi. I've been very lucky to meet extraordinary people who believed in me. First, the Babel Festival in Grenoble, then Africola, then Avignon. I wasn't expecting that. I started the project for myself, but it's taking off, and I'm happy. Ça prend bien, je suis heureuse. That was Swadasla, founder of the all-women group Lima, from Bechar in Algeria, ending this edition of World Music Matters. From me, Alison Hurd, thanks for listening. Hey.